in a crucial stage. It's not because of foreign wars we wage. It's more to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws and too much government. Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread. So many people trying to cross the border. Politicians build a new world order. Too many minds are convinced they should be led. I've gotta be free the way God made men, and I won't be ruled by the damn UN. Taking your right to self-defense. They say you're safe, but they don't make sense. Dangerous ones will not turn in the guns. Always ask for more. All we buy is made on foreign shores. Come a day when there'll be real hell to pay. I've gotta be free the way God made men, and I won't be ruled by the damn UN. Hello and welcome to today's broadcast of Headlines You May Have Missed from Tap Into The Truth. Alright ladies and gentlemen, just as a little intro to make sure that you guys understand, decided to start adding to the regular programming. We're going to do a short form, single topic, uh, quick broadcast when we are not doing the full two hour show. And the idea here is so that we can either have an opportunity to reach back to get to a topic that maybe we weren't able to, to talk about during the regular show or to uh, get to a topic that maybe we know will be left out because we're moving to the Friday show. So what we're doing today is a headline you may have missed. If you're a longtime listener of the show, then you probably remember when the show broke down the two-hour format into certain segments with great titles like Headlines You May Have Missed and Outrage of the Week and a Conspiracy Corner and things like that. So we'll probably do a single item that fits those descriptors. Uh, today, we're going to look at headlines that you may have missed because this is one that I really wanted to discuss at the time and I still haven't found the opportunity to get back to. But before we do that, guess what? We still need to talk about our sponsors because they're fantastic sponsors. And I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to do business with them. And I want to remind you about them. And I want you to be able to take full advantage of the opportunities that happen from listening to this show because we do have special deals that go on as a result. Now, first and foremost, got to start out by asking you, will you be prepared when things go sideways? Guess what? Best company I know that can help you to be ready, that can help you to be prepared, is 4Patriots.com. You need to make sure that you get the preparedness products that you can use right now and that could save your life later. Doesn't matter if you're looking at something like the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. 
a solar generator with so much power that it can keep your lights turned on, keep your TV running, keep medical devices going, run your refrigerator if you need it. It's expandable, comes with a free solar panel, or if you want to pick up a few of Four Patriots best-selling survival food kits. Delicious tasting, designed to last for 25 years. They've got kits with real meat, kits with desserts, all kinds of great stuff. Best part there is that the power is out and you didn't pick up one of their power uh, generators. Then uh, just boil some water over a fire, simmer and serve. You're good to go. They've got that and a ton of other great stuff. I had the folks over at 4Patriots set up a page just for listeners of this show. You can go to 4Patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. And by using that particular page, it takes you directly to this week's discounts and deals. You need to check that out before they run out. That's the number 4Patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Now let's jump in with today's single topic. In case you haven't heard about it, the Newark, New Jersey City Council voted about a week and a half ago, time of this uh, broadcast, to grant voting rights to 16 and 17-year-olds, specifically for school board elections. The measure, of course, was sponsored by Council President LaMonica McIver, It passed unanimously, and when it did, she declared that minors had the right to representation. Uh, Except, I kind of thought that was the whole point of the job of the school board. They're supposed to represent the parents, first and foremost, but they are representatives of the students as well. And the students in most districts do have an opportunity to address the school board directly. Now, there are rules and things vary from area to area, but this idea that students should get to vote, well, it sounds good on the surface, but it's a bit more nefarious, and I'll get there in a minute. I want to talk about this story here. We support expanding our democracy and giving our young people the right to vote. Uh, There's a quote from MacGyver. Again, supporting our democracy giving young people the right to vote. (sighs) All right. The measure declared that 16 and 17-year-olds deserve the right to vote because they may take on certain responsibilities like driving, paying taxes, and working, and civic activities such as political campaign contributions, volunteering in campaigns, and at the polls, and attending political rallies. Okay, so they deserve the right to vote because they might be young, impressionable, and suffer from a glorious lack of life experience? Yes, that is correct, Tim. (laughs) Look, there's a reason why it's Democrats that are pushing this, and they want children voting. They want younger people voting. Some of these people have even attempted to conflate this particular effort to lower the voting age there for the specific person uh, person for the specific purpose of voting in school board elections uh, they should have a say in who's running their schools right they're trying to make this seem very similar to when the voting age was lowered from 21 
to 18 during the 26th Amendment. All right, so there was a whole debacle going on there. And for those of you who don't know your history, it's easy enough to Google it. And although Google is probably not your best option, it's easy enough to check it out. Uh, it all comes down to a simple fact that after World War II and then even more so heavily into Vietnam, a lot of people felt like it just wasn't fair to expect 18, 19, and 20-year-olds to go off to fight in war, old enough to fight, not old enough to vote. They didn't get a say in who the electric leaders were that were sending them off to go fight in the name of uh, God and country. A lot of people got behind this motion. You know, it, there were a lot of Democrats that were behind pushing it, but it wasn't a strictly Democratic issue. This was the kind of thing where the more people talked about it, the more it made sense. If we're going to treat them like a legal adult in almost every other facet, they should be able to vote. And that was the big push. It didn't actually happen until like 1970, 1971. And Richard Nixon, of all people, uh, was one of the uh, people that uh, was really adamant about it because he signed into law one of the last efforts from Congress to elevate, or I should say to lower, the uh, voting age to 18 without going through a constitutional amendment. Ultimately, the Supreme Court kept coming back. There had been earlier uh, efforts, by the way, but uh, the Supreme Court kept coming back and saying, uh, no, you can't do that. You've only got rights over federal when it comes to the, uh, the federal government. You can't... Uh, exercise that power over state or uh, local elections, and then vice versa, states couldn't do it when it comes to federal. So they had to actually move forward and then put into effect the 26th Amendment, and uh, that happened still under Nixon's watch. But Nixon had signed the last law that was passed by Congress short of that constitutional amendment, and he firmly expressed that he didn't believe it was constitutional based on earlier renderings, but he firmly supported the idea. He believed that 18, 19, and 20-year-olds should be able to vote, period, and he felt that if he signed it into law, that at least it would be in effect until somebody challenged it. And, of course, these kept getting challenged because there were folks in certain states that didn't like the idea. But with all that uh, backdrop and all the backstory there, uh, you can delve into it deeper. There's a l actually really good historical stories there. Uh, it's stuff that the average American should know. So if you don't know, you should spend some time researching it. But the point of the matter here is there are some Democratic office holders right now that are trying to take advantage of the general lack of knowledge and understanding of those events and trying to conflate it along the same way. You want to talk about the responsibilities that are being taken on by 16 and 17 year olds? Uh, excuse me while I get tongue-tied. 16 and 17 year olds? What you really should be talking about is the responsibilities that 16 and 17 year olds should be taking on on a regular basis. And Civic activities are fine. Being involved with political campaigns and making contributions, that's a little bit more sketchy, if you ask me. But at any rate, 
there was this prolonged and divided public remarks section over the measure. Uh, a lot of the, the local folks still weren't real happy about the idea. But ultimately, the democratically dominant city council was going to have their way. So following this public remark period, Councilman Lawrence Crump uh, made the comment that minors today were capable of voting because they're, quote, much more mature, much more advanced than he and his peers were in their youth. Now, that might very well be true. I have no way of knowing exactly how immature Councilman Lawrence Crump was in his youth or uh, Lawrence's friends either. But uh, if you want to talk about being much more mature, I'm just going to point you over to TikTok for just a few minutes. Try not to stay long enough to get addicted and then come back to me and explain to me how they're more mature. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Quoting here from Crump, I don't think we should punish children for what we as adults have failed to do. And I think if we don't support their right to vote, that's what we're doing. We're punishing them from removing, I'm sorry, punishing them from moving forward because of what we as adults and parents have not done. Now, does that make any sense to you? What exactly is it that he's talking about? What is it that the parents have failed to do? I... I looked deeper. I, I tried to research this. I've had extra time to look into it. I can't find any reference to what he exactly what Lawrence here was talking about. Crump is saying that we shouldn't punish children because of what adults have failed to do. What? How is supporting uh, younger people's right to vote, not that they actually have a right to vote unless you bestow it upon them, but how is that punishing them? There are very few 16 and 17-year-olds that are actually capable of understanding the ramifications of the things that they would be voting on. What you're going to have is a group of older students that are going to have a larger say in shaping how the schools operate, which means they're Wish list as students are going to take a higher precedent. Now, maybe you have some super mature students that really want good things, but chances are that's not going to be the majority of kids that are going to be allowed to vote now. I digress. I want to focus more on this. We'll come back to that. Councilman Dupree Kelly said that granting certain voting rights to minors was critical to ensure a healthy democracy, and indicated that granting voting rights in school board elections was just the start. Ah, now, see, that's what I like about Councilman Dupree Kelly, because Councilman Kelly is actually saying the quiet part out loud. The whole point of this endeavor, look, if you've been paying attention politically, then you know this is not the first time Democrats have floated letting 16 and 17-year-olds vote. Nancy Pelosi was out there pushing this idea not that long ago, about the time they were hoping to get a certain Joseph Biden, uh, <laughs> a certain Joseph <laughs> Robinette Biden Jr. elected. Yeah, they, there's not the first time. 
they want younger kids voting and they want more votes coming on for the same reason that they want the southern border wide open because they expect at some point these illegal migrants are also going to get uh, amnestied and then all of a sudden they're going to be voting block too they're looking for ways to bolster support for the democratic party that consistently moves further and further to the left and they know they can't do that with an aging population, especially even amongst Democratic voters who are old enough to actually remember when the Democratic Party wasn't just a whole bunch of Marxist socialists. Now, granted, that is an aging population at this point, but the, <laughs> that's why they want these younger voters. They don't want somebody that's going to stand up and say, hey, yeah, I happen to be a black American, but I still don't think you should lower the standards of entrance into Harvard just so black students can attend more frequently because they're not going to get the same benefit if they can't achieve the same academic standard. When you take merit out of the equation, only bad things happen and it makes it less for everyone, including those people of color. They don't want those folks determining how the votes move forward. So Councilman Kelly says exactly what they're talking about. This is a trial balloon. It's a test effort. They want to start here and continue to move forward. But they figure they can get the uh, camel's nose under the tent with the really reasonable sounding argument to those who don't know any better that they're getting a voice in who's running their school system. And as 16 and 17-year-olds, shouldn't they? The answer to that, of course, is no, they shouldn't. Uh, you're not ready to make those kind of decisions. Now, there might be, and, and again, I'm painting with a wide brush. There may be a few students out there that are, in fact, more than capable of making a good decision. But the problem is that's not going to be the majority of 16 and 17 year olds that are voting. We'll see in a few years how this plays out. Mark my words, there's going to be more elections that they're going to be expected to be allowed to vote in. And as it will be touted as successful by the media and by Democrats everywhere, regardless of how it turns out, it's going to start happening in other places. Eventually, it will become the norm if this is allowed to stand. Let me continue. Councilwoman Louise Scott Roundtree actually tried to make the argument that it was biblical to afford voting rights to minors. Mm, really? Biblical? Anyway, the quote here, I think we downplay their wisdom because we think we elders know it all. Now, I'm sorry, Miss Scott Roundtree, but it's not that the elders think that we know it all. It's that we do have more life experience. And unlike Democrats, conservatives seem to actually understand how policy affects outcomes. You're trying to affect elections. That's the outcome you're focused on. More power for the Democratic Party. You're not worried about whether or not this is actually good 
for the school system, and you're not worried about whether or not it's good for these students. Only one of the councilmen, Carlos Gonzalez, expressed any hesitation at all for the measure. Councilman Gonzalez warned that the next likely step would be policy allowing minors to run for election. Gonzalez also questioned whether the age limit was arbitrary and if future arguments would be made for lowering the voting age even further. And the answer to both of those is yes. They want it to only be a matter of time before some 14-year-old is voting for president. They can't do it all at once, but they can do it little by little. The Democratic Party is really awesome at incrementalism. That's what they do. So, at least there was some level of common sense available, but the problem is this measure still passed unanimously. So, despite these reservations, despite saying them out loud, Councilman Gonzalez still ended up voting for it. I mean, Gonzalez literally did say, quote, I don't think they have the financial wisdom to handle that responsibility, referring to the billion-dollar budget that the Newark, New Jersey school system happens to operate with. Gonzalez continues saying, where do we stop? I believe that we have to be concerned with the slippery slope of going from 18 to 16 to what? Councilman Patrick Council said that the struggles with systemic racism and social justice had culminated in the measure. What? How is letting 16 and 17 year olds vote for the school board have anything to do with systemic anything? Social justice? How? I mean, I know technically when you let the left have this argument, Everything comes back to systemic racism. Everything is an issue for social justice. That's the lens you're supposed to look at life through. It's the reason you're supposed to see Margot Robbie not getting a Best Actress nod from the Oscars for her role as Barbie and think instantly that that's the patriarchy. It, it's not. Her performance was meh. I like Margot Robbie. I unfortunately have seen the Barbie movie. Just... This is the fact that uh, Ken got a nomination uh, and Barbie didn't seem all that unrealistic? No, because the performance level and what happened actually was different. Anyway, back to this point. Councilman Council said that allowing minors to vote would help mitigate societal issues like gun violence. Exactly how is that supposed to work? It's, it's literally like they took the whole hodgepodge of all the catchphrases and all the arguments that these left-wing loon jobs have when it comes to try and promote division and social unrest and just threw all of them at the wall to see which ones might possibly stick. I, I think they actually put all of these little catchphrases down on a piece of paper. They all walked around, took turns. They, they had to draw out which ones they were going to, to say during their support of this. Gun violence is going to be 
dealt with, not solved, but at least mitigated by letting minors vote in this election. Another major issue, the border crisis. Yeah, that was brought up too. Councilman Michael Silva expressed concern that illegal immigrant minors wouldn't benefit from this new measure. What? Look, sorry guys, if you're on board with having the borders open and, and trying to get all these illegal migrants uh, on board with voting Democrat, I understand your motivation. It, it's all part of the replacement theory that they keep saying every time a conservative mentions it, it's a conspiracy theory, even though they can't shut up about it. Demographics is destiny. Uh, whatever, guys. They're not going to benefit from the measure? How is that? Because you can't tell me that you're not going to have this in effect for two years, and if you allow it to continue after that, that you're not going to turn around and say, hey, you know what? Uh, these migrant children should be allowed to vote too. In fact, all the migrants should be allowed to vote because they're part of our community. We've already heard this in other sanctuary districts around the country, right? We know that they want to let the migrants vote uh, in certain local elections. Again, that's the excuse to let them in. It's the camel's nose under the tent. But Councilman Silva said, quote, My ward is going to be a reflection of a lot of wards the way the country is looking forward. And I think these 16 and 17-year-olds, even though they're not American citizens, need to have their voices heard as well. Oh, the quiet part out loud again. Same day all this happened, by the way, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy uh, you know, he was giving the state of the state address and just happened to mention, oh, it's fantastic, it's wonderful, exactly what it is they're doing in Newark. Fantastic job, guys. Mur Murphy, Governor Murphy, even asked that the state legislature pass a similar legislation this session to grant minors voting rights for all local school board elections. And again, if that happens, it's not going to be more than two years before you're going to start hearing them say, well, they did such a great job voting for school boards. They showed that they're clearly capable of voting for other offices as well. Uh, local offices, of course, you know, they're still working the incrementalism. <laughs> Quoting here from the governor of New Jersey, I know to some this proposal may sound unconventional, but voting is a lifelong habit. And studies show that if a person votes in one election, they're more likely to turn out in the next election. So encouraging our young neighbors to engage with democracy is really about encouraging them to become lifelong voters. He left out a word. He's trying to encourage them to become lifelong Democrat voters. That, that's the goal. Previously, Murphy just signed a bill allowing 17-year-olds to vote in primary elections if they turned 18 by the time of the general election. So this is a concerted effort. <coughs> Murphy, of course, credited the push for minor voting rights to two young activists, 
uh, a freshman at Harvard University and a former campaign volunteer for Murphy. Uh, not even going to attempt the name because I would butcher it. And then uh, another a high school senior, Yin Hu. Which, again, I may have butchered that, but I'm reasonably confident that I got that one right. Basically, <sighs> the part that you need to know is you can credit this to whoever you want. But we're really talking about an organization that is pushing this. We're talking about Vote 16 USA, a project of... Generation Citizen. Just so happens to be a progressive New York-based nonprofit. It's among the top funders uh, are the Ford Foundation, Bezos Family Foundation, the Jennifer and Jonathan Allen Soros Foundation, and Rockefeller Brothers Fund. These are the people that are funding the Vote 16 USA project. It's going across the nation. If you're not familiar with that, then you are out of the loop and need to pay a little better attention. All right, before we say goodbye, I do need to go ahead and hit you up just a little bit with uh, some of our sponsors. I want to make sure that you're aware. Uh, we talked about uh, Four Patriots at the top. Need to remind you that there's some really good news, at least for the remainder of January. Uh, we'll see if it extends past that or what the new promotion may end up being. But for now, Vanish Holsters has extended their holiday promotion. Basically, it's a buy one, get one half off deal. But it's not just buy one at regular price. No, no, no. It's buy one of their ultra comfortable holsters at a discount that is automatically activated if you go to www.vnsh.com backslash TAPP. Now, if you don't do the backslash TAPP, that discount is not automatically activated. Okay, and then you're not in line to take care of, uh, well, take care of, take advantage of getting the second holster at half the price of the discounted rate. So you get a discount and then you get another one half off that discount price. That's a pretty good deal, especially if you want to have a holster from Vanish and then maybe you want to give that world's most comfortable holster to a family member or a friend who you know happens to need one. Uh, doesn't matter what your reason for wanting them and needing a second one. Just go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Now, with that having been said, I also need to uh, ask you if you've been thinking about using gold to help diversify your portfolio and protect your hard-earned wealth. If you have, give the premier conservative gold company a call, the company that I use. I trust them. They're great folks over there. We're talking about Harvard Gold Group. They're better, they're better Business Bureau approved with five-star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy and easy to sell. They've got a low price guarantee. They have a ridiculously large amount of free promotional gold and silver. If you make a qualifying purchase, give them a call to find out how much that qualifying purchase is if for no other reason. So if you just want to, uh, if you just want to protect your hard-earned retirement accounts, or you just want to have gold in hand, 
Call Harvard Gold Group right now at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can give them a quick visit uh, online over at harvardgoldgroup.com. Call Harvard Gold Group right now, 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. And regardless of how you reach out, remember to use promo code TAP. That's T-A-P-P. Or if you're on the phone and they ask you how you heard about it, how did you hear about Harvard Gold Group? Be sure to mention Tap into the Truth, mention Tim Tap, or just say Tap, T-A-P-P. They'll know who you're talking about, and that will also qualify you for additional pre-promotional gold or silver. On top of any other promotion that you're qualifying for, it does still require a qualifying purchase. Okay, with all that being said, I think it's about time for us to kind of wrap up do have one more sponsor that I want to give you a uh, a little bit for, but I'll just play the ad for them. In the meanwhile, uh, stay with me, and I'll be right back after this. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code T-A-P-P or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code T-A-P-P. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow... All right, so all that's done. All the sponsors have been addressed. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I greatly appreciate it. Remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared and put in some effort if you really want to tap into the truth. That's it for now. Be sure to tune in Friday night for the live shows and, uh, you know, just hang out. Uh, we'll be getting more of these singles. They'll be shorter moving forward. Just uh, just want to make sure. So, again, welcome and good night from Tap Into The Truth, headlines you may have missed.
gun control is using both hands. Founders knew the Second Amendment was the final one to keep. To hold our other rights intact so we'd never become sheep. Is using both hands. Well, I prefer the 308 to the tiny 223. Gives me more than a thousand yards to protect my family. Using both hands. Evil is powerless if the good are unafraid.